We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the 5 o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. Special welcome to our 104.5 FM listeners. Because if you're listening over the air... You're listening to our FM signal, although many of you are listening through streaming audio and so forth. However you are listening, wherever you are listening, I welcome you. And my telephone number remains the same, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I often attack modern secular science. I do. Because on the issue of transgenderism, same-sex attraction, they are denying their own discipline. They are denying science. I mean, literally, scientists are denying science for a philosophical point of view. No, they are. They are rejecting clear evidence. There is no scientific evidence that transgenderism even exists. Gender dysphoria, which is just confusion. Okay? But but anyway, if you're a regular listener, you know I often go after science. Evolution. It is getting harder and harder and harder to be an evolutionist. I mean, it really is. In the area of cosmology, the origins of the universe. For decades, the uh, predominant theory has been the Big Bang. Everything that exists in the entire universe was once in this little ball held together with super gravitational influences. And then the Big Bang, that has fallen on hard times. Yeah, it really has. Uh, The Big Bang is in big trouble. So I often attack science. That does not mean I am anti-science. I am amazed at some of the things that is being accomplished in the scientific world and the medical world. Absolutely amazed. I did not know that recently well in fact now wait a minute let me get let me get this straight uh this happened back in may but we're just now finding out about it i guess because it was new controversial revolutionary and i guess they wanted to know how it went what am i talking about a full eye transplant as well as a good portion of a man's face. 
In a work-related accident, this man lost his left eye and part of his face. And he has received... Now, facial transplants are rare, but they're not exactly new, okay? Uh, They've been around for a little while. But this is the world's first. We're talking an entire eye transplant into a living person. They've done it with animals as experimentation and so forth. It's happened back in May. We're just now finding out about it. Um, the uh, Now get this. Let me quote from the story. On that day in late May, this is the day of the surgery. On that day in late May, a team of more than 140 surgeons Let that sink in. A team of more than 140 surgeons at New York University's Langone Health uh, Center completed the the transplantation procedure, which lasted 21 hours. 21 hours. The surgery included transplanting the entire left eye and parts of the face from a single donor. It was a world medical first. Um, now, here's, here's kind of the rest of the story, and this is from today. The man's name is Aaron. Aaron's eye is now showing remarkable signs of health, according to his medical team. Although he cannot yet see out of the eye, he remains hopeful that vision might come with time and that his first-of-its-kind procedure may help advance transplant medicine. Here's a quote from this gentleman. That's really my biggest hope. If I can see out of it, that's great. But, and I like this, I love his attitude, but, if it will kickstart the next path in the medical field, then I'm all for that as well. Uh, his wife said, seeing Aaron's new eye and face wasn't as big of a shock as seeing him the night of his accident, his wife said. Uh, Aaron, a 46-year-old military veteran based in Arkansas, worked as a high-voltage power lineman That night in June 2021, he was working with his colleagues in Mississippi, and his face accidentally touched a live wire. The deadly 7,200-volt electric shock caused extensive injuries to Aaron's face, his left eye, his entire nose and lips, his left cheek area and chin, as well as his left arm. Uh, Back in Arkansas, Megan and their daughter, Allie, who was in high school, were driving home from the grocery store. When Megan's phone rang, she didn't recognize the number, but she still answered. She heard the words, Aaron, accident, and serious. Uh, Packed a bag when she got home, drove the four and a half hours to Mississippi, and so on and so forth. The rest of the story is about how badly he was injured. Uh, His wife said, oh, my goodness. His face is gone. Uh, He was flown from Mississippi to a burn unit in Dallas, Texas. 
etc. She says, when I saw him, his entire chin bone was exposed. I could see his eye socket, everything. I was seeing his skull, and it, wow. Anyway, bottom line, the eye that has been transplanted, now think of this. I would assume that your eye is the most complex organ in your body. The millions of nerves involved. And they are hoping, they actually have hope, that in time, he will be able to see with a complete transplanted eye, a good portion of his face, his nose. Uh, This was back in May. I see a picture it's amazing. It, I mean, it is amazing. But the thing I love, he said, yeah, if, if I can see, that will be wonderful. But even if I can't see, if my transplant surgery will help advance this procedure so that other people might be able to see, I'm okay with that. Love that story. No, I am not anti-science at all. I'm not anti-medicine. I am amazed at what is being accomplished in the medical world. It's phenomenal. It really is. As long as it does not contradict God's plan for mankind. All right, we'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And we have the uh, the wonders of medical science. A twenty one hour operation transplanting about half of a man's face and an entire eyeball. First time in the world. Uh, they're not giving the odds of whether he's going to be able to actually see out of that eye. Uh, they're hopeful. The uh, doctors are hopeful. The surgeons are hopeful. The uh, gentleman is hopeful, but they're not sure. But they said somebody has to be patient zero. <laughs> you would think it would be patient one. Uh, but anyway, we're going to keep an eye on that. My goodness, just incredible. And then we have our government. Yeah. The, uh, I was going to head off in a different direction. No, I'm not. Let me, let me head in this direction. The uh, Biden administration, through executive orders, has, uh, passed on a new policy through the Department of Health and Human Services, HHS. It is their new, quote, gender pronoun policy. Yeah. It is a new policy with the federal government that if you are an employee of the federal government in the Department of Health and Human Services, you can be fired... If you call a he, 
a he. If the he wants to be called a she. You can be fired if you call a she a she if she wants to be called a he. You can be fired if you call a he a he when he wants to be called a z or zay or zim or if he wants to be called they or them. You can be fired if if you actually call a man a man, a woman a woman, a he a he, a she a she, you can actually be fired if that individual doesn't identify that way. Well, what if you have religious convictions about gender? Doesn't make any difference. That doesn't make any difference at all. This is a new policy a new policy from the Biden administration. Well, the Heritage Foundation has sued the Department of Health and Human Services. Roger Severino, the Heritage Foundation's vice president for domestic policy, says, quote, HHS and the federal government is requiring its employees to speak falsehoods. He continued that HHS imposed a transgender pronoun mandate on its employees who will now be forced to deny biological realities with their own words or face firing. Yep, they can be fired if they don't use the individual's preferred pronoun. Uh, Here is part of the policy, and I quote, uh, all applicants, pardon me, all applicants, all applicants and employees should be addressed by the names and pronouns they use to describe themselves. Using correct names and pronouns help foster workplaces free of discrimination and harassment. This practice also creates an inclusive work environment where all applicants and employees are treated with dignity. Well, unless you are a conservative Bible-believing Christian. Well, if you're a conservative Bible-believing Christian, well, then you are not welcome, you are not included, and you will not be treated with dignity You will be, or you could be, fired. Uh, The policy goes on. Again, quoting, The isolated and inadvertent use of an incorrect name or pronoun will generally not constitute unlawful harassment, but, as the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission has explained, Continued intentional use of an incorrect name or pronoun or both could contribute to an unlawful, hostile work environment and termination. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that with the issue uh, one... We were told continually in the TV ads and the radio ads, the government has no right to force you to do anything. 
The government needs to stay out of our personal business. The government needs to stay out of our personal life. Unless, of course, unless, of course, you're transgender, you're homosexual, you're same-sex, you're bisexual, you're binary, non-binary, then, oh, yes, then the government has every right to force people to do what the government says when the government says to do it. The inconsistency and the hypocrisy continues. Um, They even uh, have a video that the uh, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is distributing to their employees so that there will not be any confusion about this uh, new policy. Well, the Heritage Foundation is saying, quote, we protect the right of political dissent, and here, it's a pledge of allegiance to the rainbow flag that's been essentially required. Employees, and again, this is from the Heritage Foundation, employees have a right to their faith, and your boss cannot force you to deny your faith as a condition of working there. He said the policies that force employees to deny gender reality or go against their beliefs absolutely have a negative effect on morale and production, and that current government employees have told him as much. They are faced with a horrible dilemma. Do they hope that they can fly under the radar and try to avoid the issue, keep a low profile, and perhaps hide their face so that they can keep their job? Or do they stand up and say this policy is wrong and fight for their rights? and then see a gigantic target on their back after that. The uh, federal government, particularly under this administration, is becoming more and more Orwellian, more and more dictatorial, and farther and farther and farther to the left. Um, federal employees are going to be faced with some very, very difficult decisions. And for many, it's going to be your convictions or your job. If that comes, and I hope it doesn't come to you, but if it comes, I hope you will choose your convictions. Your convictions. 